Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tiger Phonics Podcast. My name is Jack Hughes and I'm the host and joining me right here is, is my co-host. John T. He's coming a little bit too eager there, bit. but it's all good. Hey, John T, we're here once again on behalf of Eventolay doing a very special interview. Who have we got on the show today? Today on the show, a very special guest. We have Ivan Aristigeta. Oh, very nice. That's, that's, you've so you've got to do it right. He's been on the show before, uh, earlier this year, early in 2020, talking about his uh, Adelaide Fringe show, his festival show, Piñata. Uh, I had the chance to see it. It's very, very good. Um, and then so we have a chat to him about what he's been up to since we last spoke. Yeah, and far out, there's a bit to talk about. So we got to talk about pretty much the cancelled shows tour. Um, Could be heartbreaking. Sorts. Could be heartbreaking, but also a new way to interact with the audience via Zoom. Yeah, that's it. He uh, his last time he was on the show was talking about uh, this cooking show that he had started about this much. Um, so, so when the pandemic hit and he had to cancel these shows, he basically just pivoted into that. Um, you know, from the external view, seemed quite seamless. Uh, and he's been yeah, he's been doing quite well. So he talks to us about that uh, a little bit more in depth, which is fantastic. He does, and I reckon we almost don't want to talk too much more about it because we're going to ruin it for the show. That's right. Why don't we get into it? Enjoy uh, this little chat we have with uh, now celebrity com- comedian chef, chef. Ivan Aristigeta. Aristigeta. Perfect. Well, uh, Ivan, thank you very much for joining us again on the show. It's lovely to see you again. Thank you, Jack and John T. Thank you for having me, guys. Not a problem. Look, so last time we spoke, you uh, you just launched your cooking show about this much, and you'd just done your first episode, which I think at the time you mentioned was uh, specifically about pancakes, because the first pancake never turns out. But uh, <laughs> yes. your, your, your cooking show seems to have turned out pretty well. Yeah, man, but um, after that, that cooking show was meant to be only videos on YouTube and social media, pre-recorded videos. And uh, after lockdown here in Melbourne was uh, lockdown has been so so strict that um uh, and there were no gigs so that I came up with the idea of doing this show live and more interactive so um it it now we we sell it as a as a follow along cooking party and uh, it, people buy the tickets and I send them a, 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 an ingredients list and they've got all the food ready and uh, when the show starts. Uh, I do some stand-up, and then I start making the food, and I explain, and they cook along with me, and then we have some breaks for t- taking, doing shots or dancing or uh, um, we, affection cam. It was like a lot of a kiss cam. Uh, last show, we did uh, the first Zoom uh, Mexican wave. Uh, um, <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful um, interactive show, uh, very entertaining for, for all the family. Um, we last show we had 70 families logged in. Seven. Uh, the, the biggest one we have has been 105 families, and um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We've done so far about um, I think 12 shows so far. Um, people love the Mexican food uh, and also the Spanish food and Venezuelan food. So I've done uh, three shows of um, uh, Spanish food, all different menus. Three shows of Mexican food, all different menus. Also done a vegetarian Italian show and a, a kofta night and a arepas night, of course. 
Uh, well, it's awesome. It's so good to see you've been able to adapt and, and change the show to, to suit these COVID times needs. It seems a lot of people have been affected, you know, creatively and professionally, but it's good to see that you haven't been phased uh, by that too much at all. Well, I was pretty uh, afraid at the beginning, but, you know, uh, as, as an immigrant, as an immigrant, you have to, uh, you know how to reinvent yourself and how to, to start over again. And uh, I think that's a, uh, it, it's a survival uh, uh, quality that, that you learn in the hard way. And then when, when things change, you're not afraid of it because you've done it before. Like uh, you, you, I think uh, the lockdown, it's, it's a good uh, example for people to understand what it's like to, for your life to change uh, completely the next day. And, and, uh, and you have to do something new and it's something ex- uh, unexpected and you have to keep making money and keep uh, surviving. So, um, of course, I, I, I'm not going to say that uh, I am an extremely positive person, that I, I am a comedian, so I was very uh, sad and depressed the first two weeks, but then my, my survival instinct and my immig- immigrant, the immigrant inside of me went, okay, uh, you, you've done your, your own therapy, so leave that to your psychiatrist and now let's make some money. <laughs> absolutely very good very good stuff yeah. yeah oh that's that's interesting so that was something i was going to ask actually how how it's been with the um the tour and how it's obviously not been able to go as planned uh the tour for 2020 yeah um, well last time i spoke to jack uh, uh i was in uh, it was to to promote my show at the adelaide fringe festival yeah. and uh, um it was the only festival that i got to do this year and i i, I usually do uh, seven festivals um, uh, every year, and I, I only got to do one at like French festival. And eighty yeah. percent, um, or even more, I think ninety percent of my annual income uh, dropped because of uh, of the lockdown. So it's pretty hard. It's pretty tough. But um, again, uh, uh, as an immigrant, I'm so grateful that I, I, I never, as a Venezuelan, I never thought that the government will help you. You, you don't have that thing that the government will give you money to survive. Uh, and I was so surprised that I did the job keeper thing and I, I got the aid from, from the ATO. And then also my, uh, the bank stopped my mortgage uh, for yeah. up until now, October, I started paying the mortgage again. So that uh, helped me a lot and, and it gives you a breather and uh, time to think about how to, instead of um, being anxious and panicking, you know you have that sort of uh, help from, from both uh, uh, the government and my bank. And um, so I can you know, sit down and, and think how we're gonna do this. And of course I had, nobody, nobody can survive uh, alone without, without any help. Like my manager has been, both my managers have been amazing uh, support for all their acts that, that they, they manage and uh friends and and my girlfriend so it's you know in times like this is when you know who is the real people and i'm very glad very happy that the the people that are around me they they are all real people i i have no disappointments of anyone in in, in my life that's good to hear man um yeah. so good to hear people around you that are able to support you and share in um what you what you've created uh so as John T just mentioned, um, you had to slow down the, the shows a little bit, but we were talking and it seems like you have a couple of shows planned for the future. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, uh, um, the, the Piñata, which is the show that I, that I, uh, I had for this, planned for this festival season, this year's season, um, we, we uh, uh, postpone lots of dates 
um, but because here in Melbourne we're still not a, not uh, able to to move out of the state, mm. uh, we cannot do any shows. And, and it got to a point where we kept we kept uh, uh, pushing the date ahead and then changing dates. And it's very difficult when you're booking a, a venue and then you you lock the dates and then people think, okay, this is the date, and then the lockdown is still going, and then you have to move the date. So we moved everything for next year. Uh, I think I'm going to do the same show uh, mm -hmm. next year, Piñata. But of course, there's going to be so many changes in the show because it's a different year in between the two uh, festivals. So it's going to be like a Piñata uh, COVID reloaded for Adelaide Fringe Festival and hopefully Melbourne Comedy Festival and, uh, and, and Brisbane and uh, Sydney and Perth get to see Piñata for the first time because they, they couldn't. So this year, live shows, we're still in, in Melbourne. Comedians in Melbourne still don't know what's going to happen. We don't know uh, if we're going to be free uh, uh, to, to gig in, for Christmas. We don't know. For about this much, uh, about this much is we have a very exciting uh, Halloween show that people can buy tickets for that. Uh, uh, it's going to be, I think, the best one so far because everybody's going to, you know, dress up for the... So imagine 100 families all dress up because they already do it. When these Mexican knives, they all wear sombreros and they paint uh, oh, awesome. mustaches. They paint mustaches on, and they, they actually dress up their, their pets. So um, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's funny because I think the number one guilty pleasure of humans is people watching. And, uh, and this mm. show where you have a, a Zoom gallery with 70 or, two, or 100 uh, families, you get to see how they uh, react, the families, how, uh, what their kitchens look like. And it's so much fun. So this one is going to be, everybody's going to be dressed up. Um, I have uh, put together a very uh, a delicious but uh, uh, disgusting looking uh, uh, horror uh, menu. And... Uh, we're going to have uh, gouged Ooh. eyeballs and blood spaghetti and stuff like that. But, but everything's going to be delicious, but it's going to look very, very uh, Halloween-y. That's, that's the 31st very of October. Very Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So that's soon. It's, it's interesting yeah. with the way Zoom's done, um, been going on. It's, it's probably a different perspective to what you normally would have been um, interacting with your audience, you would have maybe thought. So I guess it's been somewhat of a, uh, an experience to try something in a different perspective absolutely uh i actually feel that i'm training to have my own cooking show on television because i have i have three cameras it's a live show i have to explain how to cook at the same time i have to be aware of of maintaining the comedy in the show so keeping it light keeping it a, a nice uh, humorous uh, comment at the same time i want people to cook the thing the right way i don't want them to 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 cook something that is disgusting and, and I have to be aware of the time uh, to not rush it or not uh, go to after two hours because people might be uh, um, uh, get, get tired. So it's a different, it's, it's different parts of your brain are working uh, compared to, to doing standup because standup, you have your, your, your material prepared for the night and there's, there's, you just, you're aware of the beat and the reaction of the audience and that's it. But at the, imagine doing stand-up and at the same time explaining how to cook mm. a paella. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit harder, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. 
That's awesome. And you, you managed to balance the comedy and the, um, the cooking so well. I went back and watched all of the, the YouTube uh, versions that you've done. And yeah. the editing, I have to say, is, is flawless. The, the sound effects <laughs> you put in, the, the timing that you keep. But again, it's called about this much. And so yeah. it, it always it is so funny whenever you bring it back to how much read the title of the show. I don't know how much. All right. Just, just if you feel the way through. So it, it's yeah. perfect. Thanks, man. Thank you. So yeah, we call it the most inaccurate cooking show on the web, and <laughs> and uh, we said we don't we don't have any 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 teaspoons or or volumetric measurements or or or, or weight measurements. We have we have pinches, dashes, uh, handfuls, and splashes. That's what we have. <laughs> and and uh, we say we don't have a. a uh, uh, imperial system or metric system yeah, we yeah. have interpretive system so it's uh it Absolutely. doesn't it's the way, because that's the way you learn cooking from your from your nana or from your mom or uncle or or grandpa they will never tell you the exact amount they just wanna they want they want you to watch them cook and you have to understand what they're doing and what why they are doing it and i think this is the best way of learning how to cook because i tell people because you know uh, last time we spoke jack I, I, I told you that my my background before being a comedian i was uh, uh, i'm a trained chef and i'm also a food technologist and i worked in breweries so i, I know both worlds in in a, in a commercial kitchen in a restaurant but i also know uh food in a in a big uh, production plant um so so I, I am obsessed with food and I want people to understand the real thing. So I want people to know how it looks, how it tastes, how it was the texture and, and forget about how much should I put so they can be more free because it's, uh, it's cooking is, is, uh, jamming, you know, it's not a, uh, it's, mm. it, it's fun to open the fridge and then open the, the cupboard and then just go, what can I do? And then you start jamming with those instruments and, and create a, a symphony <laughs> absolutely it helps you get the feel for it as well you know just not not following a recipe to the key it actually helps you learn something a little bit better yeah 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 so so people ask me how much oregano how much salt how much sugar I just put some taste it and if it needs more salt put more salt and if it's mm. that's that's the way don't don't think about how much just taste it and keep going yeah <laughs> so we are moving to summer now so i have to ask what's your favorite uh, summertime meal to cook oh uh, um of course uh uh and this is not because i've been in australia for a long time but i agree with australians that a good barbie is the best to to cook mm. in summertime with a very nice cold beer um but also uh, as as a family tradition i love a good gazpacho in summer in a very hot day gazpacho is a it's a cold spanish soup and um and um let me put it tastes like um like a fresh v8 you know that v8 uh, juice like like that vegetable juice. Yeah. <laughs> so it tastes like fresh mm -hmm. homemade v8 and um and some people in spain in summer instead of eating like a soup with a because you put garnishes and and it's cold soup and it's like a blended salad if you put it that way okay um Sure. But instead of if they're putting the croutons and, and the garnishes, they serve the soup in a glass, very cold, and I, they drink it. And, and that, for me, is the best thing to enjoy in summer. You like a glass of gazpacho. Um, it's like drinking um, the best uh, thirst quencher uh, after beer. <laughs> uh, so 
not to not to uh, move away from your work entirely, but I must ask. Last time we spoke, you said you were a poor power man. Uh, you would have to be pretty pretty proud of uh, what your boys served up this year. Uh, it's, it's, to be honest, I haven't paid attention at all. Okay, uh, <laughs> when we spoke, I said uh, I, I'm a poor power just just to take uh, just to 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 just to pick on my my Adelaide friends who most of them are are, are um, uh, fans of, of the crows so I, I I just say poor Adelaide just to piss them off just, <laughs> just to spite <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nice but if you're doing great I'm very glad <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good but certainly better than the crows yeah because oh, yeah. this year has been so weird like I haven't had the chance to you know have chat with friends and I don't have a TV at home I just uh, uh, all the stuff that I watch is online and uh, um yeah, this year has been crazy. So I've been reading a lot of a lot of books on on, on samurai history and, and battles in Japan. Is yeah, very nice. Japan, yeah, yeah. You, you got to keep yourself a little bit busy uh, while you're in lockdown. But it seems like our connections only just holding on. So we might have to call it a bad short. Um, but thank you very much for uh, joining us once again on the show. Um, and uh, we'll be posting links to uh, where people can find your videos online, uh, especially the, the live Zoom ones. They sound like an absolute blast. So Yes. So it, the people can buy tickets on my website, ivancomedy.com.au. And uh, again, uh, once they buy the ticket, it's, it's $20, $30 per household. Or if you are by yourself, if you live alone, you can pay $20. And uh, after you pay for the tickets, I'll send you a shopping list and get your uh, groceries ready to start cooking. Very good. And so the next one is on the 31st. That's the uh, the Halloween special. 31st. That's the Halloween. Halloween. About this much. Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show and uh, enjoy the rest of your, your night. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jack and John T. You guys are blood legends. And go, <laughs> hey, go right power. back at you. Oh, poor power. <laughs> <laughs> see, right. you. see you mate bye bye thanks ciao